0: Welcome to episode 169 of the Startcast, Press Art Australia's (laughs) weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan Roxford, and I'm joined today by the man who was defeated this week by Ikea Furniture Brody. Yeah, hello. (laughs) And the man who plays more games than I thought humanly possible, James. What up, fam? Um... Now, James, this is uh, something we probably should have talked about before we started recording, but are you able to talk about the game that you're playing at the moment and, like, the embargo lifts tonight, I think, as of recording? so unless you put the episode up in, like, two hours, we're good, I think. Yeah, we're good, right? Okay, that's not going to happen. I'm not that efficient. Uh, So, how is Securo Shadows Die Twice? Uh, It's good. It's a
1: surprise for me. Okay. Um, It's it's
0: really hard. Are you not much of a Dark Souls guy? Yeah, so...
1: Let's just a bit of, like, a quick James Primer. Um, I've always seen, you know, clips and gifs and whatever of Mm. Dark Souls and Bloodborne, and I've always thought, oh, like, it just looks so cool. Like, it just looks like a really cool horror game. And I've always... And because of that, I have persisted through those games. Mm. Um, Whether I enjoyed them or not is probably, like, a different... You kind um, of
0: have to be a glutton for punishment, right? Like... They're
1: not easy games. And I am that, though. But like, <laughs> True. There's just something about them that I just hate. It was just, like, frustrating and horrible. And I, I know I admit that I'm obviously in the minority here, but, like, mm. I just didn't... I hate how you get knocked down in one of those games and then, like, the enemies hit you five more times. And it's just not fair difficult. It's, like... Sure. It's dumb difficult and... I don't know, but I persisted because I really like the world and stuff. I probably should have just bought an Mm. art book in hindsight, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, like I've, and I've never really liked them as much as everyone else has, um, but I appreciate them for what they are. Um, so obviously like going into this, I was a bit like, ooh, um, and, but I've come out like, it's their best game. Like it's my favorite game that they've made. It's, Mm. it's like. It's almost like I kind of was getting there with Neo. You don't know if you guys remember that. I feel like that's yeah. been forgotten almost,
0: but um, it's kind of like going not by the Ni- people that played it. I'm sure. Like, there's I know a lot of people that are raving about Neo. Yeah, like and there's a sequel of, coming. It so. took what yeah, it
1: took what Neo did, I guess, and kind of just runs with it and just reinvents that kind of you know Dark Souls Bloodborne formula mm. in a way that's it's still got that underlying like ex- exploration and. Um, it's challenging but like every time I fuck up in that game like I don't feel like it's anyone's fault except mine like I okay uh, maybe I've developed as a person since I played Dark Souls maybe that's (laughs) what it is but like do you know what like I don't know it's just more it's not more forgiving is it a little bit more forgiving it's not more forgiving yeah I don't know like I don't want to say that because the people are oh it's it's the casuals now yeah yeah, but like (laughs) it is easier Mm. But then, I don't know, it's so hard because I think I think it's a different kind of hard and maybe this is just a hard that I'm better at. Like, it's very much about parrying and reading your opponent's movements and stuff. Whereas Dark Souls, you could parry, or Bloodborne, you could parry especially. Um, But yeah. they weren't... This is the most, like, fast-paced, aggressive, like, FromSoft game that I've played.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so even more, like, aggressive than Bloodborne was?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Like, okay. you
1: can't... It, it, you can dodge around an enemy to take and you know kind of chip away at them if you want, but if you do it that way, it's just so slow. And to be honest, it's like not really fun. Um, yeah. It's more about like your best offense is a good defense. So like you've got to mm. kind of attack your enemies so that they'll attack you, so that you can parry them and knock them off balance. If that makes sense,
0: yeah. Um, that that's will the get sort of vibe you... I got from the trailers as well. <coughs> that it seemed very kind of much more fast and frantic than. Yeah, that will get games. you further. Than
1: if you were just like chip away, run away, chip away, run away. Do you know what I mean? Like that. And that would yeah. be boring as well. Yeah. Um, but, like, overall, like, I really enjoyed it. Um, th- there's a little bit, like, l- I would say there's less bosses in it than
0: the other Dark Souls games. Um, mm.
1: But still good. Um, but I'm curious as
0: well, because because the world is so different this time around, how is the enemy design? Because that's something where the Dark Souls and Bloodborne shine. shined. You get this, like, just insanely grotesque bosses. Yeah, does it's, that it carry through? It's it is.
1: Uh, I don't know if I'd say grotesque. Um, okay. Doesn't it borrow a lot from mythology
2: and stuff? Like there's giant yeah. serpents and stuff like that.
1: So like, if, if anybody has like played an, a game like Onimusha or even like say Neo, I guess um, mm. you kind of probably have an idea of what to expect. I don't want to like ruin too much because it is a lot of the the thrills in this game for me, it was like just going, turning around and be like, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah. and and then trying to fight it, but also running away from it, but then trying to take it, but then realizing you couldn't and it's over. Mm. But, um, it's, yeah, yeah, like there is for sure enemy variety. Um, I would say a lot of the mini bosses in this game are unique and on the level of some major bosses in Dark Souls though. So like, even though I'm mm. saying there's less overall big bosses in Sekiro, um, there's still a big variety of enemies. Okay, um, that's good. Like, the last trailer had a weird bull thing. Um, that's, like, <laughs> one of the mini-bosses. Um, uh-huh. It's just... The thing that I like about these games, the one thing I do like about these games is that you, you kind of go into this fight and you're like, I'm never going to defeat that. And then somehow you force yourself to get better and you do and then you beat it and it's just so fulfilling. Yeah. Um... And Sekiro does that really well, especially because there's less RPG stuff now. You really just have to rely on your skill more so than just bumping up your stats or Ooh, getting some I kinda, better. I like bet, that. Yeah, like. like, so... Obviously, you can't just go buy a better vest. Not a better... You know what I mean, Like though. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just go buff your stats and stuff. It's... You've just... You've got to learn your enemies' patterns and parry and um, kind of just become, like, one... Like, just enter that, that kind of zen flow mode when you're fighting them. Um, yeah.
0: Do you and, get, like, enemies that s- jump out of crates and stuff at you? I remember lots of that There's in no, like,
1: cheat... Like I think Bloodborne used to have the f- frickin' enemy around the corner that can just hit you. There's nothing yeah. like that. Okay. Um, th- I like a- that. That was a bit more cruel than there are anything else. S- there are some enemies where they have... I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but, like, there are enemies that have guns. Um, okay. And that can be a little bit, like, fuck, like, first time it happens, but... Yeah, it's it's nothing like, like like the around the corner enemies in Bloodborne and stuff. Right, right. Um, I think that From have learnt a lot about the, like games, um, mm. and a lot of that shows in this one. But uh,
2: it's still hard, but it's
0: just yeah.
1: not frustrating hard. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Mm. Just, just
2: quickly, suddenly uh, more interested in it. Yeah, than I'm, I'm just I'm just a little curious because I'm a story guy and I know. In Dark Souls and stuff, they sort of leave it to like the player to discover the story in the Ugh, world. Yes, I is hate it that. the same in this, or do they tell a more deliberate story? Is it more, you know? Um,
1: there's a de- there's like there's like fully voice acted cinematic cutscenes in this. Oh and, wow, nice. Um, there's multiple endings. There's a point in the middle of the story where you can end the- everything abruptly if you want to as well. Ooh, um, huh. which has Ooh. two. And that has two unique bosses on that path. So there's no way you can't, you don't see everything in one playthrough, a hundred percent. Right. Um, in terms of the story, like obviously like, I'm not too sure. Cause I never went into that stuff for Dark Souls and Bloodborne, but yeah. there's definitely, it's way more straightforward. Everything's presented to me. I had an idea of what was going on at every point throughout the game. Um, mm, I like that. I mean, obviously, like, yeah. when I say what was going on, like, there was still this demon running around or something. Like, I don't know why, but I just assumed that was what goes <laughs> on in this world. But, like, <clears throat> yeah, like, I, I feel like everything is much more straightforward. Um, And I don't know if that's, like, the kind of Activision involvement because there's they spoke about how they were sending builds to pe- testers and people at Activision every week and stuff because, obviously, they publish it. Sure. And I think maybe they may have forced them to make it a little bit more... I guess, mainstream. Um, the only thing, like, I do think that may suffer is the replayability. Because obviously mm. a lot of people like to make, say, a tank build for Dark Souls and run through that. And then they might want to do something else. Whereas with yeah. Sekiro, because it is just one, like, a skill tree, um, there's not really a huge opportunity to do that, if that makes sense. Sure, yeah. But I personally don't care. Like, I think... No,
0: that doesn't really bother me either. Yeah, it
1: doesn't bother me. But I understand that is a big aspect of it for some people. But, like, for me... The game is, like, phenomenal from beginning to end. Um, bosses are great. It's just incredibly fulfilling to just get through it. (laughs) Um...
0: And uh, yeah, it just, just convinced a... me. This sounds oh, much more I... appealing to me than I thought. About it was every game to that you. I speak about, but it's true. You don't do don't just play. have a way of like selling <laughs> me on games. I think. Then bloody play them all, please. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. You just keep. There's so many games you've been excited about this year. I think when it comes to you, considering your game <laughs> of the year, James, it could be a tough ask. Or is nah. it just Resident Evil? Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know. No, I don't know. But um, <laughs> it's
1: like, and people, well, like, oh, you're giving so many high scores out in that voice mm. and I, I'm like but there's just a good. lot of really good games like yeah if I reviewed New Dawn I wouldn't have given a high score that would have broken my streak but like it's just yeah. I don't know it's it's a it's really good and yeah. I do I do worry there might be a bit of backlash from the like hardcore fans but I I think this is a game that more people can play um and still get Challenged by yeah, well, who knows? And there's maybe a, those there's a lot of people out play. there
0: like like myself, maybe that's kind of a bit intimidated by the Souls games that kind of likes the idea of them, but is kind of scared off by the sort of difficulty curve, I guess. So something yeah. that is perhaps a bit more accessible might really wrong, resonate with is, a lot of people. This is still
1: so intimidating. Like you go into it, like a, you meet a boss, it absolutely d- decimates you. Yeah, um, and you're like, oh, I'm never gonna do that, but. Like, my biggest advice to anybody who picks this up and plays it and just mm. is really intimidating to put off is just keep at it. Like, yeah. you'll, you'll be like, I'm never going to get past this boss. And then I felt that way too, because obviously I've got to finish it f- fairly quickly compared to everyone else. Mm. I felt that way too. But if you just keep at it, you will get better. Unless, yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, you- that was,
0: I kind of had, like, a turning point. We've got so much to talk about in the show, but I'm just so caught up on this. Yeah, um, sorry. That's the only way I sort of, like, felt about Bloodborne is that... Um, like, I, I played, I maybe played it for a couple of hours and was just getting pummels. I'm like, I don't know if this is a game for me. And then I watched a friend play it and I watched the way that they sort of approach combat. I'm like, okay, I kind of get this now. And I jumped back into it. And within that sort of, that sort of play session, I was then able to kind of beat the boss that I was stuck on for ages and kind of make it to the second boss. I'm like, okay, I get the appeal now. Like, you've just kind of got to shake things up until you can start dealing a bit more damage and then eventually you kind of figure it out, you get into a rhythm and then you kind of successfully beat that boss after time and time again. But just, you're right, yeah. that with that challenge it makes it kind of super rewarding as well. I, I
1: just think to close it off, I think Sekiro respects your time a lot better than Dark Souls okay. and Bloodborne does.
0: Alright, um, that sounds like a good way to sum it up. Uh, well, speaking of great games, James, um, I was also reviewing The Division 2 in the week. Um, that review is now published, cool. so please do jump over to the, the website and check those out. Um, but uh, I had a great time with The Division. It's so much more feature-complete than the original was, and... Um, and I think many games of its ilk as well, um, to the degree where I think it's really sort of set a new standard as to what we should expect from from looter shooters, so to speak. Um, it it does a lot of things really well. I had some kind of complaints about the story and uh, some of the menus kind of being a bit iffy. I had some trouble with the matchmaking as well. Um, but otherwise, like it's a really solid game. I'm deep into the end game now, having great fun with it desperately waiting for all my mates to catch up so we can um really start squatting up properly um but i've had a great time i'm curious Brody, because you're like a big destiny guy i know have Mm -hmm. you what's your like relationship with the division if you've got any and you are you sort of keen to jump onto the division two with me at all um well you
2: probably play on playstation so no but yeah i do yeah sorry. but um given all the uh like there's been a lot of very positive things i've been reading on twitter about the division two and It just makes me very regretful that I'm so time poor at the moment because, you know, I'd really like to get into a decent looter shooter that is, as you say, feature complete and actually has a lot to do. It's really um, meaty.
0: Like, I can't believe how much content there isn't it just how yeah. much there is to do and and sort of hitting that level cap really kind of encourages you to go in and, and at the very least sample everything it doesn't it doesn't expect you to go and like okay complete every checkpoint or do all of this but it kind of like asks you to go and at least do a few um yeah. and some of the environments as well are just incredible um and even like you know, as you'll be familiar, the sort of as soon as you enter the grind and sort of having to repeat missions, mm. that all kind of becomes a bit tedious. And especially when you hit end game, it's like okay, just go back and do all these missions again. Um, yeah. They do send you back to the same mission areas, but you're facing a new enemy, and you've got like new the like objectives within the mission area are different, mm. um, which is really cool. Like it just kind of shakes it up a little bit and just kind of makes it feel a lot more fresher. Um
2: yeah. I mean it's 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 on my list, but. You know, like, I, as you know, I've just sort of traveled. So as it yeah. is, I'm yeah, already, yeah. I'm behind on Anthem. Like, I'm probably, in all honesty, it's it's gone now. I think it's past me. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah like Apex all these things that I do want to play but you know you don't necessarily yeah. have time for it all I
0: hope you, I hope you get the opportunity to play at some point because I think it'd be uh, one you'd enjoy uh, a little bit of housekeeping for you as well this week um, the website's got a whole new brand design um, it looks fantastic it's got a dark mode now which I know a lot of people are very excited about um, it's got dedicated sections to bargains and stuff going forward it's got like a little panel which tells you about like the upcoming games um, it looks heaps better on the mobile phone as well Um, So just wanted to bring that to your attention. Make sure you go and check that out and check out all the reviews that uh, we've all been working hard on as well. Uh, But on the show this week, we'll begin discussing tons of new announcements and teasers. But first, let's discuss Google Stadia. Uh, They finally lifted the lid on its game streaming future. It's called Google Stadia, and it's a game streaming platform that will aim to stream games to laptops, phones, tablets, and TVs, pretty much anything that supports like Google Chrome in some capacity, um, at 4K 60 FPS with 8K 120 FPS kind of feasible in the the future as well however distant that may be. Um they also announced their first first party their own first party studio Stadia Games and Entertainment helmed none other by Jade Raymond. Uh it was a big announcement. Um Brody what's what's your take on everything that was announced first up and how excited are you for Google's entrance into the industry?
2: Um yeah, I'm woke up at like I didn't deliberately wake up to check this out, but I happened to wake up at about four in the morning when it was happening, right? And and when I read the news, I was sort of like, eh, yeah, okay, I guess. And then when I got to work and I was explaining it to like one of my workmates, I sort of got a bit more excited about it just because mm. his reaction to it was a bit more positive than mine. And I thought, you know what? Actually, you are right. It is kind of cool, but uh, you hit the you know the wall where you look at our infrastructure and our internet and I just can't see it being feasible here hence why we're not even in the launch window for this year and yeah like so
0: major disappointment
2: <laughs> g- yeah so given that it's pretty much going to be reliant on I think on very good internet infrastructure I think we're uh yeah pretty far behind I think the frustrating thing about
0: that is like based on the like speeds that they've already talked about there's a lot of Australians that would be capable of it like it would be capable to work with their their internet yeah. speed, but then to the to the majority maybe it wouldn't. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a tough spot. I, I um, also
2: yeah I don't. It's a it's this is my thing with like handheld gaming as well though, and like even the Switch, I just don't understand the appeal of having to take everything with you everywhere you go. Like, you know, yeah. I'm not going to take... Like, if I'm going to a friend's house for drinks or whatever, I'm not going to take my Google Stadia and say, oh, I'm going to hijack your TV because
0: I want to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like... I mean, I guess you wouldn't be taking your Google Stadia though, right? It's like logging into your oh, account on taking his or... Chromecast or something. <laughs> like, Ta- yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you'd have to take the, the controller, controller, maybe. maybe yeah. yeah. Or just use his Wi-Fi controllers, whatever. But... Yeah. yeah. That was something I of sussed out today, that if you're using... Like, you, if you're playing Google Stadia on any device other than uh, your computer, you would need Google's controller. Mm. Because, like, it, when, if, if it's your computer, you can plug in any sort of USB and that oh, right. would connect to the program. But the, your TV, like on Chromecast, for instance, would require the, the controller, which yeah, is nowhere right. near as ugly looking as those, like, no um, <laughs> pattern designs were, like, indicating. It looks very similar to, like, the Xbox controller, I think. It does, yeah. yeah. It, it looks it looks kind of like quite similar to the Xbox controller, but with the kind of curvaceousness of the DualShock Four, if that mm. makes sense. <laughs> um, but James, you did get up uh, at the crack of dawn to to watch the whole stream, and you put out a, a very sort of dense article covering everything uh, that it does. Uh, what was your sort of initial reaction, and then having kind of sat on it and processed it, where are you going uh, down on it? <clears throat> I think the
1: first, like, with all of the showing and stuff was... It started off so boring. Oh, my God. I was like, what am I doing?
0: But yeah. then... It, um, like, started with the CEO coming out and talking about, like, how important gaming is and how important Google is But he doesn't Google play games, which stuff. is fine. Yeah. But, like, just, he mentioned very, that a lot, like, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. And
1: I was like, do you not play games? I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, it, just for the record, I didn't wake up for it. I was playing Sekiro, and I happened to right, notice it started. Right. But um, it's... Yeah, like I, at first I was like, "Wow, this is really, really cool!" Like the stuff that really impresses me is the way you kind of because streaming has obviously been around for like with PlayStation now, like we've known that exists. Um, Assassin's Creed was on the Switch through streaming, so it was Resident Evil Seven. Sure, um, none of them worked here, <laughs> um, but they they happened. Um, mm. But the thing that I guess impressed me the most about Stadia is the is the idea that you can watch a trailer and then click play now. Um, and then it will just drop you into that game within five seconds or whatever, like they said. Um, yeah. and like they said, reducing the grind or, or the tension, I guess, between getting excited for a game and playing it. Yeah. Um, that stuff to me is really exciting. Um, the idea that games are all patched server side, so you don't have to patch, you just play the game straight away. is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was the stuff. That was how I felt like the first the first night waking up, <laughs> whatever. Um, and then, like you kind of think about it a bit more, and like like, and I said this to Shannon before when it was rumored to be. I was like, so why would I play Doom Eternal through a streaming service when I can buy it on a disc or digitally and have the same graphical fidelity mm. on, like, say, an Xbox One X with less input lag. Um,
0: yeah. Like, that's, that's my thing is like, but straight... what if you don't have to, you know, buy, uh, the latest console and you don't have to take the disc home and yeah, wait for the patch to download. And
1: like, I get that. But then my thing is, is like, so if I've got to download a patch, I have a hundred megabit, I think now. And yeah. that's not a like a patch. Doesn't really get me that upset to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Um, so and then to, but to have Stadia, I would have to have fast internet. And then, because I've got that fast internet, some of the stuff that Stadia does for me wouldn't really help me as much as some mm. people, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, but then, like, I guess the casual gamer who wants to jump in and play, say, Doom, they've got to buy, a, what, a $50, $60 stream, Chromecast. Like, that. that is probably, like, going to be the most accessible way to play video games ever. Like, that. Yeah. that is something to be commended, I guess. But then also, like, if you don't have the internet... Which some people don't, um, like that's not that's not good. <laughs> mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think... you can't use it, so it's not more than not good. It's useless. Yeah, um, yeah. I think for the future, it's amazing, like mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but I think where we're at now. I, I think it's too early. Like yes, it's releasing this year, but they don't even have like they've only just formed their studio now. And that's not. There's not. There's not going to be like a game that I want to get Stadia 4 that I don't already like. I won't already have on my Switch, PS4, or Xbox. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think Maybe. That it was sort of a gradual sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Doom Eternal is the only one that's been announced so far that is kind of getting coming coming over. Um, which is a game I'm hugely excited for, and I think given the opportunity to play it on uh, on Google Stadia, I'd be super down for. So, I mean, I'm I'm disappointed it's not launching in Australia by the sounds of things this year, but I guess we'll have to see. Um, I I think, like, the demo that they did on stage where it's like, okay, here I am sort of playing it on my computer and then, like, I'm just going to seamlessly transition to my um, phone and to my tablet. I think they did, like, a slate or something and then onto a TV. Like, they did all that live on stage and I thought that was super cool. Um, But obviously, you know, it's sort of a controlled environment and... Um, one thing that was a concern to me was that the the controller, I believe, kind of connects with Google servers and is playing the game on Google servers. So instead of like connecting to anything via like an infrared connection or via Bluetooth or anything like that that we're used to, it's actually hooking up to your Wi-Fi and just transmitting your inputs kind of through your internet connection, which sounds all good and well, but like if you're i don't know what your house is like but my wi-fi is like horribly cluttered like there's so many devices operating that and it kind of has patchy moments um and if i'm sort of playing a game and it's kind of like fluctuating between like feeling very kind of snappy and then kind of having moments to slow down and sort of lag being introduced that could be really frustrating i don't know it's obviously like my router there's gonna be a few things i'm probably gonna have to look at it's really
1: early um but like the controller, as an example, I've I've been watching this like closely, I guess, from like the the floor, so to speak, mm-hmm. and they they showed off like the input lags and stuff on the controller. Um, there's a listing that shows like I guess how often it's delayed and stuff, and some of the delays are up to 100 ms. Um, which, like for comparison, the slowest controller was the PS3, and that's 13 ms. Yeah, um, that's just like, like I know it doesn't sound like a lot of time. That mm. that disconnects between pressing a button and something happening on your screen. Yeah. Um, makes me think that this is going to be really useless for, like, a game like, say, Sekiro or Devil May Cry or even fighting games. Well, even um, Doom, where, like, it's so yeah, about like the fast, fluidity
0: and, and the which speed is, of the game. Like, why I find be... it
1: interesting that Doom was the game they, they used, which was really the only game that they showed. Yeah. Um, I don't... Like... There's, it's like I said. I think obviously, like as time goes by, internet gets better or whatever, or technology gets better. It's going to be great. But I just think it's just a little bit too early to be like, oh my god, Xbox and PlayStation, watch out! Like you guys are done for. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of that sentiment around as well. And
0: yeah, yeah. Well, that was going to be my sort of like next line of questioning. Um, but I think you're right, James. That it's like it is fair to sort of be skeptical. I think. That's maybe – the, after the announcement, I was very much like, oh, my God, this is the future. Like, this is so exciting. I can't wait for this. Um, One thing that, like, has me – or had me really hyped was that, like, the idea of sort of, like, link creation and just, like, what the shareability of video games might do. Like, the fact that you can watch a trailer and, like, within seconds be playing the game or you can be watching the stream or within seconds be playing the game yourself. Um, But also, so, like, the ability to, like, create links to games such that, like, say you create – like, um, you know, Dreams comes out and let's imagine it gets Google uh, Stadia support. Um, You create like something within Dreams or you create something within Minecraft or within Fortnite or whatever. You can just kind of drop a link to your level or to your server or to your work and people can click there and join in instantaneously. I that's something we've never really experienced in video games whatsoever. Um so for them to to do that I think would be really cool. But you're I right, and th- that there's like a lot of real world kind of fluff, I guess, that kind of gets in the way and might prevent this from being as seamless an experience as we all know. There's might just like a lot it of would be. buzzwords. It felt like an E3 Prezzo rather than a GDC one. Um <laughs> I just and they were well, very careful to, like, stay clear of pli- pricing and stuff like that. Like, I think that's an interesting kind of component to this as well. Like what And they were just appealing. Cost.
1: They were talking about how, you know, like, indies can create for it too, but uh, without any limits. But I just don't feel like the indie space cares as much about power as much as about, say, like, you know, making... a No, but,
0: like, shareability and game.
1: access is very important. Yeah, to and that's indies. great. Like, that's the stuff that I was telling saying before is, I think, is really good. Mm. Um, but I just think there's a weird mismatch between who they're trying to target? I think they're trying to do too much at once. Yeah. And I think... They are trying to take away. They want you, everybody, to dump their consoles and PCs and everything, and everybody to just play on Stadia. And I think that's really unrealistic.
0: I don't think that was their intention. I think like it's important to remember that this was at GDC, like this is at the Game Developers Conference. This is they were talking directly to like a room. I mean, yes, a lot of press were there, and a lot of you know, there's obviously a great deal of public interest. But they were there primarily talking to game developers, and I think trying to get them excited about the technology and get them to go to those web addresses and sign up for dev kits and stuff to kind of get them thinking about the future and kind of getting them on board like yeah i think it's interesting that sort of doom eternal seems kind of ready to go in a sense but i think there it might launch this year but i don't think they're kind of expecting it to sort of hit its stride until two three years down the track they're sort of very much talking about this as in the next generation of of games consoles i think of of gaming i guess um on which point Brody. How do you see, like, Sony and, and Microsoft and, and Nintendo reacting to, to this announcement?
2: I'm um, not sure about Nintendo, because they have typically sort of been a few years behind in things like this, I think. Mm. Um, and but, done their own sort of thing, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah, right. and the, yeah, that's right. But I don't think for a second that PlayStation and Xbox are necessarily going to be that far behind on this. Like, I think they're yeah. already both working on... Like streaming uh, capabilities for like their next consoles and stuff like that. And while Stadia or the idea of Stadia as a concept might be gaming in say ten or fifteen years, I think mm. probably the next logical step is going to be a combination of you know like home console and streaming, sort of like how Xbox is I think currently that's what trying Xbox to. Is going yeah, to do. yeah, kind of like how even like you've seen Crackdown as an example. Like, yeah. uh, the game runs <laughs> in a base way, but then they supplement it with the cloud and, like, sort of make it, you know, a bit better because they've got that extra computing power behind it. Yeah. So um, I can see them, like, building bigger experiences that, like, are supplemented by the cloud, but then, say, if the cloud goes down, you're not going to be down and out because then it can just fall back on the base console version, so you're mm. not going to necessarily be out and you're not entirely reliant on, like, super fast internet. Mm. So... That's sort of what I think will be the next logical step. Will be a combination of the two, and I think rumors have suggested Xbox are doing at least that. So, um, yeah, be interesting to see what happens.
0: It will be. I think you're right that Xbox definitely seem to be they're leading that way. Um, yeah. We're going to kind of touch on that a little later in the show as well, if we if we find the time. Um, but they well, like with what they're doing with the Game Pass and sort of bringing Xbox mm. Live support. Um, kind of opening that up and, and obviously kind of like being quite friendly in terms of cross-play um, yeah. yeah I was I, like I was playing Sea of Thieves uh, earlier today um, using my Game Pass subscription and I think like what they're doing there is is fantastic and uh, the way that you kind of opens up this library of games that is in a sense kind of innocently available to you kind of bar having to sort of download it but I can see them very mm. much kind of doing the sort of Netflix thing of like hey yeah you can stream 4k sort of games or whatever from our servers or alternatively like you can download it and if you're offline for whatever reason like it's there to there to play um perhaps not offline because i guess they would need to authorize it but you you know what i mean (laughs) yeah um what about yourself james do you do you see sort of playstation xbox kind of coming out e3 this year and sort of coming out swinging or is it going to be a bit more of a delayed response from them I don't really know. What I guess PlayStation not. E three PlayStation's not going to. Yeah, Play,
1: I don't know what's going on PlayStation, but it's, it's getting boring. Um, <laughs> Xbox, yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they've been planning it. Um, I know it's like you guys are probably like. Oh, James just likes Xbox, but like I, I, I oh trust gosh, Xbox, Xbox to to. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, I don't know. I I used to cop it all the time, Brady, when you went here. Um, here. Yeah. Sorry. Xbox, <laughs> I just trust Xbox to do this better because they already do games, you know? Yeah. I, mean? yeah. um, I actually,
0: I, t- f- I feel for Xbox so bad. Like, they were talking about this sort of, like, always online, sort of interconnected, like, internet connected yeah, in like, world. in 2013. Back, and yeah, yeah back at the launch. And we all hated on them because it was probably, like, a bit too early at the time. But I think this is, like, for a very long like time, a very long period, this sort of strategy and the way that they were sort of trying to steer... Um, they just kind of jumped the ball a bit maybe sorry I James, like how cut you off there
2: people seem to have thought that no, because back funny. then when they slammed Xbox it was because people's internet wasn't good enough to handle that yeah. but internet hasn't gotten any better in the last six years and yet people are like oh Google Stadia will be sick that's mm. just you know brand trust there's no also I just, this is
1: something this is a very like old man thing to say but I just don't also don't like the fact that at any point a stream can just be turned off um You know, like, June last year, Resident Evil 2 got announced. I went back and played Resident Evil 3, like, with no problems, because I had the game still, you know? Mm. Mm. Um, Whereas with Stadia, like, 10
0: years later, I might not be able to do that. Um, Yeah, well, I mean, like, like, this week we heard of Myspace losing like 12 yeah. years worth of music content that had been uploaded to their platform yeah. right and, and, and that's, that's th- always going like to be at the, the back file of got my lost mind transition and that, that's a big conversation
2: about digital content in general yeah, well, it I'm, is
1: yeah but at least if you download a digital copy that's still on your Xbox for a while, forever more or yeah. less you know if um, steve were here i'm sure him unless would
2: have they something to unless they lock to you out of it like well. sony did with pt if Stephen were here, why if
0: Steven were here? Well, Steve, well Stephen Stephen and I have had old. conversations. No, Stephen and I have had conversations <laughs> about like the analogue sort of e digital debate several times on the show and yeah. you know, were sort I of feel like I of talk about minutes. it Yeah,
1: every day with people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, well, about five minutes ago we mentioned the E3, so I'll use that to segue over to the next <laughs> announcement um, in which Bethesda have announced that they are going to be at E3. Thankfully, someone's going to be there. Um, and they very much hinted at Starfield in their announcement. Uh, their press conference is going to be on Monday, June 10th. Um, uh, and in the invite, uh, which you can see on the article on our website because I'm reading off the article there, um, there's stars, like, written up in the sky. It's not all too subtle. Um We've not really seen like much from from Starfield all yet, Brody. But do no. you have much of an inkling as to to what it could be?
2: No idea. That's I'd...
0: what talked about it being like an open world new yeah. I guess like, it be... IP. I think yeah. Like, about.
2: like Skyrim in space. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I think guess i th- I think it's going to be like that stopgap between like Fallout and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure it I'm gonna sure it'll be... swap out Fallout. Just be Fallout in space.
2: I'm sure it'll be fine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Um, but what else do you think we might see from Bethesda this this summer round? They've kind of maintained a pretty hot streak of being. Commander E3. Keen. <laughs> is it I'm not, just not captain. Give it captain up. King it's not happening. <laughs> it's got to <laughs> happen one of these years. Uh, but you're a big Wolfenstein guy, right? Like uh, you're, you got particular hopes for Wolfenstein. Oh, I'm
2: sure. I'm sure they'll show off young blood.
0: When's young blood out? That's our... So, um, yeah, I, I, think I think it's, it's probably
2: right? it's probably a bit early to show Wolfenstein three. Mm.
0: James, what are you uh, hoping to see from Bethesda e 3
2: What am
1: I expecting? Uh, Wow. I don't know. Let me quickly do some very quick (laughs) research. Let
2: me do some sleuthing.
1: Uh, No, (laughs) wait. I've got it. Here we go. I'm expecting, um, (laughs) I think there will be Wolfenstein in some way, obviously. Like, I know we've still got to see Youngblood and Cyberpilot. Um, I think there was even an article somewhere that said they're not abandoning single player, so they're making the third game, too. I could be wrong.
0: But do you, you sh- yeah, I'm with Brody though. That seems too early to show off three. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going. saying what I've read, okay? Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um,
1: Doom, obviously. I'm hoping Doom is like August. I really wanted it to be like April, May, but it's. I think it's going to be an August game, don't you reckon? August? Why do you say yeah. August? I don't know. Okay. It can't be. Well, you don't put it out in October, you know, or September.
0: What, are games don't, coming out in October and September all the time. What are you talking about?
1: No, nah, but you, you you don't do it with this one. I've just got to. reckon this you is. Just, a, just I reckon knows. this is a
0: September game. I think this nah. is gonna like sneak in like the month or so before like all the big first person shooters. I'm and, no uh, in my
1: in my head But September, so like they don't want to like uh, take you know. I don't know. That's a long awaited sequel. You know, Doom's yeah. August. It's happening. Deal God, this it. is a
0: hot year for games. Oh, um, spicy! Just
1: give us the Last of Us Part Two. Oh, or don't <laughs> Starfield like is my thing with Starfield, right? Like, I feel like everything that was impressive that could impress me with Starfield was kind of done in No Man's Sky. <laughs> so, like, what? I don't really. know. I did who... not expect you to say that whatsoever. What do you mean? Like, I like Starfield when it, when you tell me Starfield is a game that Bethesda is making and it, the general premise. Mm. I imagine like Skyrim, except you can take off from one planet and go to another and do cool shit in space. I bet you it's not that at all. I'm sort of imagining, yes, Scarra meets Mass
0: Effect. That's... (laughs) Sounds like a... I don't know. Too good to be true. It's just, like,
1: so far away. It's just so hard to care, but... I don't know. I reckon the guys who make Evil Within, they've got it... They're due for a new game around about now. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Good shout. Yeah. They made... The 2017 was Evil Within 2. So, like, 2020... Yeah, their new game sounds about right yeah that is a good call
0: that yeah. is a good call hopefully it's so uh, a survival <laughs> horror game <laughs>
1: um, I can't wait to see more of Elder Scrolls Blades oh gosh
0: oh yeah what's the the card game as well I don't uh, know no one legends? cares or Quake yeah. Champions
1: please uh, show more of that too uh, I can't wait to see all that
0: yeah fair point uh, speaking of other announcements, um, <laughs> there was a big uh, Nindy announcement, uh, like a big sort of Nindy Direct uh, in the week. Uh, it was about 30 minutes long. Uh, there was a ton of, uh, it's like 18 games, I think, announced. Um, one of which I'm sure Brody would be very excited about, and that is, of course, Cuphead is uh, I thought, I thought coming like to the...
2: Katana Zero.
0: Oh, that one I was going to come to as well. Let's start with Cuphead. Um, It's going to be running at 720p, 60fps in handheld mode, and Xbox Live integration will come at a later date with achievements. Um, Was this a surprise, Brody? Yes. Yes, it was. A pleasant surprise for you, no doubt, though. Yeah. That's that's just one
2: of the... Sorry, go on.
0: Did did you beat Cuphead on Xbox?
2: Oh, it depends how you define beating it. I beat the story, but then I sort of tried to go back through and do everything on Expert, but I couldn't. But, um, right, okay. I, it's not that I couldn't. I probably could if I tried long enough, but I just didn't care to. Um,
0: I think playing well, through it, it seems plenty hard, based on what I've heard. It was, decent, it was decent.
2: Will I replay it on the Switch? Yes, I think I will. I don't know why, but I feel compelled to support Studio... Uh, what are they? MDHR or something Mid-a-ha. like that? Yeah, Studio, studio <laughs> Mideher. I feel like I want a Cuphead too, so I need to buy it. Yeah, yeah there's a DLC at for that. Yeah, I think they this said they're releasing an April update.
0: Mm. You're, yeah, you Mel probably more versed on that than I am. Um, what does the Xbox Live kind of integration kind of mean to you? Do you think is that does that do anything to tickle your fancy?
2: Uh, eh, not really. I mean, it's cool. It's cool that they have a like sophisticated working relationship like i i like yeah. the fact that i could like take my switch with me on the road and get achievements because i'm yeah. a bit of i i'm a bit of a whore like that so um is that like that, that
0: just seems like to be the only benefit of it though right like it's just i know i know uh, achievements uh, matter I, to people but
2: and like, i mean having assuming shut up <laughs> assuming it works the way i think it's gonna work i guess it also adds like a base level of networking and partying up that you might not be able to do otherwise i, I don't know what is actually oh like what it adds to the capabilities of it i'm not actually yeah. sure yeah well, yeah
0: I am, I, am i cool. missing something james what's sell me on well, this i don't i don't know i'm just happy they're they're friends <laughs> you know, like, yeah it's, it's the I'm best bromance in gaming like, i'm more excited about games like coming to switch from the xbox um than them getting Xbox Live support, I think. Um, what do you like see as making the jump next, though, Brody? Do you reckon like Ori is going to come across?
2: Haven't they already said that is?
0: Oh, have they? No, nah, I don't think anything official. I think there was like a big like
2: rumor, oh, but nothing I think, official. Yeah, I think that's probably a likely one. I mean, I is that kind of there's there's, out? there's, no, there's right certain no. games that I just can't picture running on Switch. Like, so I wouldn't say like Gears of War because for some reason I just can't see that running on Switch. Mm. So I don't know for some reason I think it's quite clear yeah because <laughs> the, Switch, the Switch can't handle it but <laughs> I'm trying to be gentle because I there's like the Switch now because bring a Halo deficit. to the Switch they're friends <laughs> with Xbox yeah I mean I don't know like you could, you could feasibly get like Halo 1's remaster on the Switch there's no reason hmm. you couldn't do that that'd be kind
1: of cool Make imagine sure whenever Xbox starts their streaming you could stream your Xbox stuff to Switch that would be pretty
0: interesting yeah, yeah. if that's if that is the direction <clears throat> they're going for, that would be interesting like if they're It sounds like they're just sort of transcending borders. And again, we've talked about this, but they sort of Xbox is becoming this platform and sort of moving away from Mm. being tied to the one piece of hardware. Yeah. Maybe just the beginning of that.
2: If they do the streaming, then then you'll see Gears on Switch, I guess. But Mm. yeah, I don't know. Sky's the limit, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, also announced was uh, Katana Zero, which I know you're a big fan of. Oh, yeah. Um, You're going to adamantly insist that people pick this up on Switch, yeah? Absolutely.
2: Oh, or PC. Get it on whatever you want. It's yeah. a fan- fantastic <laughs> Does, game. It, would it translate like... to
0: Switch okay, do you think? You...
2: Uh, I was actually thinking about this because I um, saw a picture from, I think it might have been a PAX, where someone was playing it and they were playing it with a controller. And it didn't even mm. occur to me to um like plug in my Xbox controller into my computer when I was playing it. Yeah. And I'm trying to work out like in my head like whether it would actually play really well with a control, just because I feel like... I got so used to it with the keyboard and mouse, but um, mm. I imagine it'd be it'd be it's a platformer, so like a controller would do fine. Yeah, yeah. So whatever you decide to play it on, it's you'll you'll do no wrong.
0: Yeah. Double Fine's new game Rad was also announced and Cadence of Hyrule a game set within the Legend of Zelda universe developed by Brace Yourself Games the creators of Crypto the Necrodancer uh, was also announced um, that features uh, 25 remixed classic Zelda songs and Zelda songs and uh, looks kind of <laughs> dope if uh, you guys like, saw the trailer it looks real cool uh, James do you what do you make of kind of Nintendo sort of loosening up a bit with their their properties and sort of Doing some funkier things with them. I mean, it's cool, I guess. Um, <laughs> is this gonna be your cup th- of tea? I don't know. If this is just because I don't or Nintendo
1: or... that much, you but like I feel like they've been doing this for a while now. Um, they've been really loosening up on their properties. Yeah, that's especially well, that's that's the point I'm highlighting. S- oh, okay. Well, yes, that is that <laughs> continues to be the case. Thank you and good night. <laughs> 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 and credits. All right. right. Okay. Um, no, I think it's great. Like, I would never have guessed this is ha- this would happen. Um, I'll play this game. Th- that's literally all I can say. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't
0: like. I I think it is cool, but I'm and- much more excited for this than the r- remake that I'm blanking on that they announced at their last direct. Yeah, but that's because you're just. You're, that's just so strange. Like, but that's okay. <laughs> you you
1: you will enjoy Blinks Awakening. I'm sure. I'm sure.
0: Also, uh, just yeah. while,
2: while we're quickly here, are uh-huh. we are we sold on Nindy yep. as a thing? Because I'm really not liking it. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. But people always do it. Like whatever. <laughs> like if we can just kill that right now, I'd be pretty chuffed. I don't pretty. know. That's, Stop being seems,
1: rude. It's, it's cute. Fine. It's
2: It's quaint and quirky.
1: Yeah, it's, sh- it's very it's Nintendo.
0: Shit. It's just like the best way to describe Nintendo's indie program, really. Oh, really cool. only if you're
2: lazy and can't say two words instead of one. Oh, that's Jesus. what we do
0: here in Australia, isn't it?
1: I'm looking no. at Katana Zero and Brody. Do people just have to make a game that's like neon colors? <laughs> it's got oh, it's it's got oh, a it's got a synth-y soundtrack. I was say, just, it looks synthy. Well, that's synth-y. why that's
0: why I'm like down for uh, Cadence of Hyrule. Just like a ton of remix Zelda songs. Just yeah, do that dope. Now. Give it,
1: it to me. It looks dope. When's it so out? Wait, dope. IMO. Give us, give us the dates, you dog.
0: <laughs> uh, Alright, now to the top point of the show where we play What the Wiki oh, which is the sarcastic game show with the I'm host being part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game <laughs> and you the contestants must guess the game Thanks to the official What the Wiki keeper of the school at Jamie Penning over on Twitter we have a recap from last week in which it was Stephen's turn to step up as the host of What the Wiki uh, The battle was between Ewan and James and James showed once again why he is the current champion in What the Wiki oh. taking the point and creating a lead over everyone else uh, So James has extended... Oh uh, no, has regained the lead. I think it was. Um, yeah. at three points, Brody and Steven just behind on two points, and then me bringing up the rear on one point. <laughs> I'm looking forward to another humiliation at the you hands beat me last of time. Brody. Okay, I've made. I did because so they were easy. very Ewan-centric <laughs> games. I've. But these are so easy. Like I will be so
1: upset if. These don't get guessed I've
0: got to be quick On the buzzer as well That's part of my problem Like I have to There's drop been a to like few times I've like, got <laughs> the game And I've just like, not been quick
2: enough uh, Now that you've said they're easy I'm nervous <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know, okay. I'm so already Sorry. sweating I understand someone's anxiety
0: now Like we used to make fun of him For stressing out Like whenever we were playing this But I I'm 100% with you there now, My throat James. is so dry <laughs> <laughs> I just. Do you know why I made them easy? A fellow listener came to
1: me In confidence and Oh was yeah like, Why did he not, not guess Forza Horizon? Like even I guessed that And I don't play it And I was like yeah I know And I was talking about you You and, uh, I I
0: got Forza Horizon I knew it was Forza, Forza Horizon I just didn't buzz in quick enough Well, is it yeah, that? They, well that's
1: the thing You were asleep Is
2: it that they think we're dumb?
1: No
0: I mean okay, I, I just, 100% so you made I
1: acknowledge them easier. I'm dumb But I'm also slow <laughs> I'm just giving the people what they want And I
2: won't <laughs> Easy <laughs> answers
1: yeah okay right. are we well are we ready team oh, give it to us it's sure oh <laughs> play this if you're gonna be passive aggressive <laughs> about it is it?
2: Is this first one from Jamie
1: yes it is of course it is All
2: um right. so this will be the well, hardest one
1: yeah like, like I read it and I was like well, I don't know if they'll know these but we'll see mm. <laughs> uh, nah you will you definitely will I'll okay. be s- anyway let's go um the game is an action role-playing game developed by From Software and published by Bandai Namco Games. Okay.
0: That's not a guess. That's not me. No, I'm just like, uh, no, nah. I'm just zoning in. I'm
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> you want me to take You're a out. guess now? <laughs> um. Although both are set in the same universe, there is no direct story Brody. connection between. Uh, yes. Demon
2: Souls. No. Uh,
1: balls. Oh, it's no. a good guess though. Yeah. I wanted you to win just because it'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry, Ewan. Um, the game uses dedicated multiplayer servers taking place in the kingdom of Drangleic. Oh. The game features both player versus environment and player versus player gameplay, in addition to having some co-op components. As in earlier games in the series, it again features challenging gameplay, but with a more powerful graphics engine and more advanced artificial intelligence. How long is this paragraph? Well, that's it.
2: Okay. Have you got? I, I'm not so, going to mm, no, 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 I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: I'm like, you bro, are you're so you awful all of this. It just makes me sweat as well. No, bro, like, it's, just, it. it's
2: because I genuinely don't know if it's okay, a right. Dark Souls Go. game or not.
1: Yeah, this is I, like, oh, it's just like... I don't know pretty- if they
2: do anything else. I'm confused.
1: The game retains similar mechanics from its predecessors in the series, Brody. being known for its... Yes? Is, it, is, it, is, it,
2: is it Dark Souls 3? <laughs> no, it's not Dark Souls Shit. 3. Shit! can't. You, It's only, Ewan, Ewan, it's only Ewan, it's it's one Dark other game
1: Yes, it is yours. Oh, congrats! Uh, Thank God. So proud of you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I said three because you says you said well, it it borrows things from previous games <laughs> in the series. Okay, Demon's Souls, Dark Souls. Uh, That's two you games. Just said That's it's not more the than same one. universe. See, when,
0: when Brody said Demon's Souls, I was like, "Fuck!" I'd forgotten about Demon's Souls. Is there other From Software games that I'm like blanking on right now? So when you said Drang Lake
2: or whatever it was, uh, my first thought yeah. was. That's did they you. develop Drakengard? <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, what is Drakengard? That was why supposed- did they-
0: Whilst why I've they- like sampled a few of the Dark Souls games, I never like, paid enough attention to what the places were actually oh, called or anything no like that, idea. so that didn't help me. No idea.
1: Steven right. would be wallowing in his grave. Right <laughs> now. Well, he can
2: stay there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. All right. Um, it's his birthday today. It is. Birthday, I was happy with this. Show, just to wish him happy birthday. But anyway, happy birthday. Dark Steve. Souls Two was five years old this week or last week. That's Good why you picked it. Obviously, Sekiro comes out too. I'm sure he knew that too.
0: Yeah. Let's go. Mm. Happy five so, year birthday to Dark Souls Two as well. Yes, because <laughs> it was also yes. Steven's birthday. That was the that was the connection. Yeah. I yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> let's go. This is already long enough. Um, you and one, Brody none. Thanks. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> um, this is like really cut up because I had to make it not obvious. The game is a run and gun indie video game. Brody. Oh, no. <laughs> Brody, yes. I hate you so much. It,
2: is it Cuphead? <laughs> it is Cuphead. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Obviously announced
0: for Switch this week. <laughs> I should have been running yes. as well. So proud of you. That's I I love that that was so risky. I,
2: I love it when it goes to that a tiebreaker. That
0: That was so ballsy.
2: I love it. Oh, this is, oh, man, I'm peeking so much on this, mic. I'm so sorry. Anyway. peeking I'm peeking interesting. big time. All right. Um, okay, gotta, this one... I'm going to sit back. Yeah, i don't, too excited.
1: This one will be interesting. Um, the game is a first-person shooter video game and a sequel to the original game. Who'd have thought? <laughs> it was originally released for MS-DOS computers in 1994 Ugh. and Macintosh computers in 1995. Um, trust me, this isn't a James pick. You guys will know this. Unlike Already? the first game... Yes, Brody,
2: is it Doom Two? Oh my God, I've—it's th- <laughs> Doom Two. Yeah, yeah,
0: fair, fair play.
2: <laughs> Woo! I believe that's in the news, probably because Doom Eternal Doom, is on yeah. Google Stadia.
0: So I was going—I do was Doom definitely Eternal. going through like Quakes and Dooms and stuff like that, and then I was like, yeah. Oh And then when Brody chimed in, I was like, fuck, he's got it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to I stay relevant. Do- but- yeah, I was gonna do Doom Eternal, but then
1: like I was like that's too obvious. So I was like Doom Eternal is basically Doom, II, Doom so. Two, so Yeah.
0: For a, a minute For a minute I was excited that it was gonna be Duke Nukem. <sighs> Ooh, but that why? was I don't think Duke Nukem three D was until ninety six. That was mid nineties. As no. you know, I oh, fell yeah, I asleep writing
1: tough. this, and I woke up, and I thought it was Duke Nukem when I reread it, so <laughs> it was close. <laughs> so Duke Nukem has a
0: special place in my heart, because I played that a lot as a kid. It's the only thing oh, I ever had with ms Did you know you could only
1: order the first Doom through the mail? <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> but
2: the, first, the second game came out in shops. How exciting. Hey, Damn. can we get real? Fun a, 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 a Gearbox or whatever teasing a new Duke Nukem?
0: No. I think they might be. It's sure, that no. are...
2: All- it's either that or a new bullet storm. What tease
0: you talking about?
2: I think that's a good point to end on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's, we'll, we'll we'll revisit that next week.
1: Brody, Control's coming out in August as well. Did you see that? What is? Control.
0: I did see that. I'm very excited. Oh. So much news has happened. Well, recorded. <laughs> there is. There's like so much news that we could have talked about this week. Um, but with that, we have to bring that to what was episode 169 of the Startcast. Subscribe to us on the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at Press.au. Join the conversation at hashtag the Startcast and visit the site at press.com.au. I don't know what I just said there. press. Start Dot com I think. I, think I said you left it right. out the dot Did I? The dot Press dot com. com dot AU. Maybe. It's got it a new matter. look. It looks really cool. Go check it out. Um we've been joined today by James.
1: Yes. Good evening. Um you can find <laughs> me on, on at Jams, which is A T J A M Z. I tweet about um actually I don't know what I tweet about anymore. You've just tweeted no a lot
0: about Devil May Cry this week. Yeah. No, not even yeah, okay. I Move, wanna know uh, the GIF that you shared just a few days ago. Did someone make yeah. that for you, or no? That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> <laughs> that gift just exists.
1: Yeah, someone obviously else also deleted their save file and was upset about it. <laughs> go like...
0: and go and check out uh, James's Twitter to see the gift that I'm referring to. Um, we've also been joined today and pipping me at the post by mm. Brody.
2: Thank you. Uh, you can follow me on most things at Brody underscore dg. I made myself a letterboxed finally
0: but because but the app came that's... back. I've got Sick. a few
2: reviews on there. i watched some things on my plane. Bumblebee's not bad. That oh, is all. Really?
0: It. Okay. Yeah, it's all right. I saw Green Book last night. That was actually pretty good too. John, um, John, John,
2: John Cena salutes in it. So what more do you want?
0: John Cena Wait. what? With salutes in it. Yeah, he salutes. He always I salutes. I don't want that. Is that is that something what he does. people it. Okay.
2: It's what he does, Ewan. Does he? I do I'm going to link you to it. heaps of pictures of John Cena saluting now. Have you not reviewed it on your letterbox? Yeah, I have. Oh. I gave it three John Cena salutes out of five.
0: Oh. I think we've already entered the post-show. I've been your host, Ewan Roxborough. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan underscore Roxboro. Thanks again for tuning in, and until next time, happy gaming. See you. Good night.
1: Walmart
0: Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends.